So today I am joined by Marco Wolf, who is a Manchester-based singer-songwriter and is about to embark on a new tour um, starting on the 2nd of September. Uh, it's a tour called the Northern Connections Tour. Um, and as the name would suggest, it, it goes around... How many venues have we got, Marco? We've got sort of seven or eight? Seven. Seven or eight, yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. So we're in Leeds, uh, a couple of dates in Leeds. You've got a date in Newcastle. We'll talk a little bit more about these in a bit. You've got Lancaster Jazz Festival, uh, mm -hmm. Manchester... Uh, New all the way up in Newcastle, down in Sheffield. So yeah, getting a good a good tour of the North End. So thank you so yeah. much for joining me today, Marco. It's it's a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you for having me. It's You're a pleasure welcome. to be here. Should we should we start? We'll, we'll get onto the tour in a little bit. Um, you've sent some tracks through. Um, in your first your first track and early influence track uh, is Nas, uh, One Love, um, featuring Q Tip. Um, was was hip-hop a, a really sort of big influence for you a, a way into music for you early in early in your career yeah yeah and yeah. in, in a really big way hip-hop definitely it's definitely my introduction to jazz um mm -hmm. as i'm sure it's for many young people um i think when i when i got to the age where i could start choosing what music i wanted to listen to um i was it was at that age of like MTV bass and all that, all the like, it was like the first sort of music channel where it was predominantly like, you know, black artists and I really connected with that. And obviously naturally R&B and hip hop was the, like probably the most common genre um, that was being played on that channel. So that was me as a kid, just lapping all of that up. Um, but then I've always had this like tendency to to dig and um, one of my friend, like one of these, this like older friend at, at a boarding school that I was at was a big fan of Nas and he was a rapper himself. He was like the best rapper in school. So I was, whatever he said, I was like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll go have a listen. And literally from the first, the album opens with like tr this sort of train, like I'm guessing it's like a train, track that's like in like sort of indicative of that neighborhood um i was hooked and not like nasa's storytelling abilities um were just so infectious and the whole out i i listened to that album like six seven eight nine times um and it was like on a little cassette and i think it was like illegally taped or something but it was <laughs> It was all I had at the time, and it was great. Sure. Word is born, you got six minutes on that jack kid. That shit is real. Hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo, check this shit out, man. Hey, yo, God, give me a cigarette, man. Yo, here you go, here you go, here you go. Check it out, man. Check out what I got here, man. What is that? What, what's that? Yo, it's a letter I got from my man Nas, man. Word is born. What up, kid? I know shit is rough doing your bit. When the cops came, you should have slid to my crib. Fuck it, black, no time for looking back is done. Plus, congratulations, you know you got a son. I heard he looks like you. Why don't your lady write you? Told her she should visit, that's when she got hyper. Flipping, talking about he acts too rough. He didn't listen, he be ripping while I'm telling him stuff. I was like, yeah, shorty don't care. She a snake too. Fucking with them niggas from that fake crew that hate you. But yo, guess who got shot in the dome piece? Jerome's knee. On our way home from Jones Beach, it's bug. Plus, little Rob 
was selling drugs on a dime Hanging out with young thugs that all carry nines And nighttime is more tripe than ever What up with poor mega? Did you see him? Are y'all together? If sold and hold a fort down Represent to the fullest Say what's up to Herb, Ice, and Bullet I left for half a hundred in your commissary You was my nigga when push came to shove One what? One love One love One love I heard him frontin' and he be pumping on your block. Your man gave him your Glock and now they run together. What up, son? Whatever. Since I'm on the streets, I'ma put it to a cease. But I heard you blew a nigga with an ox for the phone piece. Wildin' on an Allen. But now with Elmira, better chill, cause the niggas will put that ass on fire. Last time you wrote, you said they tried you in the showers. But maintain when you come home, the corner's hours on the reels. All these crap niggas know the deal. When we start the revolution, all they probably do is squeal. But chill, see you on the next VI. I gave you my Duke's loop for kicks plus cinch of flicks Your brother's buck wildin' in four main He wrote me, he might be this case Silly, come on, I'm playing low key So stay civilized, time flies No incarcerated, your mind dies I hate it when your mom's cries It kinda makes me wanna murder, for real I even got a mask and gloves to bust slugs But one love, one love, one love Sack minds in another world Thinking how could we exist through the facts Written in school textbooks, bibles, etc Fuck a school lecture, the lies get me vexed up So I be ghost for my projects I take my pen and pad for the weekend Hitting nails while I'm sleeping A two-day stay, you may say I needed time alone to relax my dome No phone left and not at home You see the streets had me stressed something terrible Fucking with the corners, have a nigga up in Bellevue At HDM, hit with numbers from 8 to 10 A future in a maximum state pen It's grim, so I comes back Nobody's out with shorty doo-wop Rolling two fillies together In the bridge we call them oo-ops He said nines Niggas call me busting off the roof So I wear a bulletproof A pack of black trade deuce He inhaled so deep Shut his eyes like he was sleep Started coughing When I peeked to watch me speak I sat back like the Mac My army suit was black We was chilling on these benches Where he pumped his loose cracks I took the L when he passed it This little bastard Keeps me blasted And starts talking mad shit I had to school him Told him don't let niggas fool him Cause when the pistol blows The one that's murder be the one. Tough luck when niggas are struck, families fucked up Could've caught your man but didn't look when you bucked up Mistakes happen, so take heed Never bust up at the crowd, catch them solo Make the right man bleed Shorty's laugh was cold-blooded as he spoke so foul Only 12 trying to tell me that he liked my style Then I rose, wiping the blunt's ass from my clothes Then froze, only to blow the earth smoke through my nose And told my little man I'm a ghost, I bros Left some jewels in his skull that he could sell if he chose Words of wisdom from Nas, try to rise up above Keep an eye out for Jake Shorty walk one love
something uh, you just mentioned sort of hip hop and hip hop being sort of the first uh, sort of a lot of people's way into jazz, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. because I don't think I've ever really thought about it that way around. Um, mm. What what was it in hip hop that you sort of discovered? Is it the is it the, the the music itself, the music in the background, or is it the improvisational element of it? Is it? I th- I think it's the it's the sound and like as I was. Um, when I was like thinking about like the artists that I was drawn to, because um, I wasn't really thinking about the instrumentals when I was listening to the music, but a lot of the artists like, so I was listening to a lot of Nas, a lot of Tribe Called Quest, um, and all of those artists have, and like, you know, um, Slum Village and people like that, they, and De La Soul, they all have very jazzy, um, they sample lots of jazz mm. records. Yeah. Um, so it just happened to be that all the hip hop artists that I was listening to were really heavily sampling old jazz records, um, as opposed to you know like some other hip hop art producers or probably maybe more soul funk and that side of things. But I think the things that spoke to me were always the ones where they were like a really strong jazz. You mentioned Nazi's stories as well. You're um, obviously a, a prolific storyteller within your own music. Mm. Um, is that something you always set out to do? Um, is it um, just how it happened? Uh, definitely just, just happened. Um, and I think, yeah, story, yeah, bit, I've always been a big fan of stories and um, especially when brought together with like music. I think that was maybe it's something in me that loves stories and that even if I wasn't really aware of it at the time the you know the hip-hop tracks I liked were the ones where you could really have there was this like clear narrative and it was like very narrative focused and then when I start listening to sort of music outside of hip-hop um, and R&B it was like I was very drawn to the folk genre because of the storytelling aspects and so it was it was always something that I clearly loved um but my storytelling really was a complete accident as it it was something that I started to do um to fight my stage fright and anxiety okay um yeah because I I just I, I hate the chat that you have to do <laughs> on stage. I know what you mean. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it was like, you know, when you stand, and then I was also, there's also something strange about um, standing in, in a space, sharing these really personal songs, and then having to then talk about what those songs are about. And, but in mm. my brain, I was like, I, I, can't really explain what these songs are about. That's why I wrote the song because it was the way I could explain this thing. Yeah. So it felt really counterintuitive to me. Um, and then one day, and I really don't know what, what and why I decided to do this. I just decided to tell this story before I, I sang a song. And it was like, I was making it up. It was, but I just felt like I was trying to find, like sort of create an image that, could reflect some of the themes of the music I was about to play. Mm. Um, And that felt much more comfortable for me. And it really like, I was a lot less anxious about it. It felt functional, it felt, and also creative, 
in this in the same way and mm. kind of exciting as well because um i was it, it you know it touches on that improvise the improvisation thing of like creating in the moment and that felt really exciting and, and freeing in a way in a really weird way sure. and so i just continued but i was born and raised in malawi yeah for well for when i was like really young and then we moved to london mm. when i was about like six seven eight mm -hmm. and do the stories you create um reflect sort of your heritage and uh sort of your your life now your, your experiences today yeah definitely and i think it's something that i like i said it's like all these things have kind of come to a head i know it's only looking back that i can sort of draw a line to it so when i was saying yeah stories are really prevalent in my life like we were in malawi there is this and in, i'm sure in like a lot of african culture especially that part of africa there's a lot of storytelling traditions and you'd um it was so common to like be gathered around where somebody tells a story and you'd just listen and a lot of the um storytelling was very like a very participatory thing you'd so they'd come with like for example there'll be like a phrase that you'd have to sing and repeat throughout the story and then there'll okay. be someone in, in the middle telling the story and it'll be this back and forth and that was like just a part of my childhood and it's a part of like many people's childhoods in that in like in malawi at least and it wasn't something i thought was significant up until i realized that oh wait a minute all of these things were the things that are now like influencing the kind of work I want to do and the kind of work that interests me. Your second track that you've chosen is uh, Jyoti. Am I saying that right? Jyoti? I, I, think, I think it's Jyoti. But it's, uh, it's an alias alias by a producer and artist called Georgia and Muldrow. Um, and I think it's like, maybe it's like Jyoti? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, Something we like apologise if we're not saying it right. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, I will put put all the links in the description <laughs> so you can check yeah. it out and, and correct us in the chat if you <laughs> if yeah, you need def to. Definitely. So why did you why did you choose this one? Uh, oh, Bob Duke, it's called. Yeah, big fan of Georgia Georgia's work, um, and I think because I think it, I was trying to think like oh, underrated artists is quite a hard thing to to do, and uh, similar with with Georgia and Muldrow's work. Um, she isn't underrated by the people who are aware of her and her influence, but I think the scope of her influence. So she's like a producer and um, a jazz, a composer, and um, she works. She's worked with like some really big like hip hop artists, and um, and all, but also like has always been pushing like the avant garde end mm. of all of these things that she touches. Um, and she's yeah like uh has got an incredible back catalogue and all of it is just always forward thinking and like she always opens my mind to what an album or something could feel like or sound like and mm. um yeah have so, you ever had the chance to work with her or is it just a no uh, just a fan never, at the moment just just a big 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 huge fan like cool. um that would be that would be a dream
I'll talk a bit about the tour from 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 my side as well because uh, we've all sort of collaborated on this a little bit I'll talk about how it came yeah. about from our side and then you can take over and so we uh, I've been working with uh, the northern jazz promoters over the last uh, nine months or so uh, on a scheme and there's four people who they've employed to basically work as jazz promoters uh, be trained as jazz promoters we've been working with um jazz clubs across the region nq jazz jazz leads uh, jazz northeast uh, wakefield jazz um and we've been uh, one of the things we were uh, tasked with setting up was uh, organizing a tour uh, for a northern based artist or a northern based band um and we uh, shortlisted a few um, Marco was on was on one of them, and I think as soon as uh, we heard Marco, it was a very easy decision. Uh, we were expecting it to be harder <laughs> to make because yeah. we because we all obviously you've got everybody's got completely different musical tastes. You you've no idea who you, who somebody's going to bring, but um, yeah. I think as soon as as soon as Marco appeared and we listened to his music and watched some of the videos, uh, I think the video that did it for me actually was the one. I think you're just uh, it looks like a sort of basement club. Uh, somewhere and you just it's just you singing with a guitar and I think the the, the track ends with oh, the whole audience yeah. joining in on it and it's just, that was I think that was the thing that did it for me and I think it wasn't I, I don't think it was anything I sort of expected to be promoting I, mm. I mean that in the best possible way so yeah. it was a complete surprise it was um I, I was expecting to do a, a probably a more traditional jazz combo kind of thing or or a soloist you take around but it, it, yeah. it but it was a really easy decision to make um so we've gone with that and uh, we are um, putting on dates. We've got the first date was in uh, at Hyde Park Book Club in Leeds, which is on the 2nd of September. And then we've got Jazz Leeds uh, Seven Arts, it also in um, uh, on the 3rd of September yeah. uh, as part of the Chapel Allerton Arts Festival. And then, now we have to, might have to keep you right on the dates on this one. I think we've got the 8th, uh, the 8th of September, which is in Manchester, we're at Low Four. And then we've got the 11th, 11th yeah, which is Lancaster. at Lancaster Jazz Festival. And then the 12th, which is in Newcastle. Yeah. Uh, or is that? No, that's Sheffield, no, isn't it? 14th in Sheffield. 14th in Sheffield. 15th. 15th in Newcastle. In Newcastle. There we go. We got that. I'll edit that so it sounds a bit yeah. better. <laughs> yeah. And then Great. 17th in Wakefield. Yeah. Of course, I mean, yes, I'm, I'm finishing off I'm, I'm cheating. I've got it all written. You've got a list. I know. <laughs> yeah. I should have been, I should have been much more prepared and, and done that too. That would have been much better. Anyway, so we've got the dates. Yeah. We'll put all the dates on our, our social media site. So um if you can, and I highly recommend you do um get down and check them out. We've also got um uh different support acts and a few of them. Sarah Hennigan um is supporting Marco in her Chapel Ellerton. Um she's a uh, drummer and she's got a solo drum project um, which is really exciting um, yeah. sort of drums with electronics and lights and smoke machines and it's just going to be brilliant that's called power out um, so that's going to be in Chapel Allerton um, we've got uh, Amy Clark uh, a jazz singer in Leeds uh, who is performing at Hyde Park Book Club um, we we don't I don't I, I don't think we want to call these artists support artists because we we're sort of no. it's it's a uh, double bill anyway so yeah, it's going to be great like, and, yeah I was so excited to see the list of the artists that are going to be playing along because I was mm. like I've wanted to see all of these people Brilliant. for so long and I'm like yes yeah we're really excited it's it's just come out really really well and um, we've got Fame uh, McCann in Lee uh, in Newcastle sorry mm. and then uh, Iona Lane uh, an amazing folk singer uh, who is going to be uh, on the bill in Wakefield on the 17th of September. So it's, yeah, absolutely brilliant. Again, check out um, our links um, 
on our social media and you'll find videos and clips of all of these guys um but they're all going to be astonishingly good uh highly recommend it so that's how the tour sort of came about from our side and then uh we we got some arts council money for that we put a bid together and they came back and they said yes which was amazing surprising uh we were expecting to have to resubmit because that seemed to be most people having to resubmit but we got it first time so yeah we're really really chuffed um thank you to marco for coming on board and and i think since then you've you've become um a northern line artist as well with jazz yes 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 um it was yeah so i think like when i got the email from i think the first person who emailed me was Haley. um Mm -hmm. It came at like at the most perfect time because obviously because of COVID, it was really hard to put together any sort of tour or like any series of like shows for the EP that came out last year. Um, and then, so I spent a lot of time applying for funding and searching for opportunities and I got quite disheartened about the whole process and being like, I felt like most of my musical my music time was being spent behind a laptop. Mm. It can um, really suck the joy out of it, funding it re- applications. Yeah, it makes oh, a really creative project feel very um, sort of stuck and stale yeah. very quickly. Yeah, so it was, so when, yeah, when I got the message from Hayley, I was like, yes, <laughs> this is perfect. And I think that, yeah, there's a, there's so much I can wax lyrical about the value and the importance of organizations like mm. northern jazz promoters and jazz north um for artists because it really just makes you like i feel so much freer already um as an artist and it means i can focus on the thing on the music and mm-hmm. um, all that kind of thing so yeah so they can both of those opportunities kind of came back to back um and that was very yeah very exciting and it, it meant that i could really plan out like the progression of my of the year um how it plays and then i could also it meant that i had the space in the brain space to like work on new music that i'm then i can then share um on the tour so i'm very yeah very excited and very it's thankful just, and sort of, like you said it's just invaluable support isn't it when you mm. when you know you've got there's funding in place you've got people yeah working for you in, in a yeah. way it's just it's lovely and yeah it's a real yeah, privilege as an artist, I think, isn't it, to to be able to have that time and, and yeah. relax into it. Because it's very, I've, I've, I'm an artist myself, I play the mm. piano, but I've, yeah, finding time to sort of sit and be creative amongst sort of being a dad and sort of teaching mm. and and all the other jobs that you have to do is it can be, it can be tough at times. So yeah if, yeah, if you get an opportunity to get some time supported, well That's supported, so, yeah. jump on it. It's in a, a big time, big time. Mm. And yeah, so extremely grateful for all your work and um, also the team at Jazz North because mm. yeah because yeah and there's a lot about all the non-musical side of things that is really inaccessible mm. for like if if you're not good at writing if you're not good at or even simply good at articulating an idea that you have even if it's a really really good one it's so hard to get that support um, so having people who are like there to help you through that process and to mm. take that load off is yeah is amazing and i'm already singing and shouting about it to all of my artist friends tell us a little bit about your ep okay um francine 
was so was born out of one of the stories that I was telling at my gigs. Um, she was a character that everybody like without fail every gig someone would come up to me and be like so oh so who's this francine um and when that happened the first time and the second time and then the third time i was like you know what there's something about this character that's that people really love uh either that or there's something about this character that's speaking to me in a very unique way that makes the stories a little bit more compelling so i sat down and started telling myself so I, I literally sat in my room and started making up loads of different francine stories just to see what the themes were and what were the common things that kept on popping up and um and just to get a feel of like what would francine do and what wouldn't she do and things like that and um i started to realize that a lot of her story was based on the stories of like my mom and my aunties and my grandmother and um and particularly their story of like sort of that diasporic story of sort of immigrating and all the things that kind of came around that and how all of that kind of affected me and and so very soon after the music started and i could sort of hear some of these songs and i just sort of started writing the story in music form and mm. um, and yeah and the ep was born kind of that way so it was a very exciting process for me but it's um, a be it's a beautiful ep it's absolutely stunning is it out on a um, label okay so yeah flex records who have um they yeah they were very supportive of my work prior to me even releasing anything and i think it was around the time i released my first ep um they sort of saw me at like as a support act and invited me to play in Nottingham and put me just kind of gave me lots of like gigs around Nottingham. Um, so when the EP was ready and I was thinking about where I'd want to share, like who I'd want to share this with, I think their support because of how supported I felt by them. I was like, yeah, that, that's my home. And it feels like Francine would feel feel at home with, with Flex. She's there. Yeah. Do you, is um, is Francine based on a, a sort of real person, or is she in, in, is she entirely fictional? She's it's 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 that thing of like she's entirely fictional, but the story is also very real and very true, and mm -hmm. very much based on like people I know. Some stories are literally stories that i've seen and experienced or heard or um others are sort of just kind of made up stories that kind of fit the themes mm. of of the francine but um yeah so it's kind of a yes and a no <laughs> <laughs> i see what you mean um are you, have you got a, another album uh in the pipeline are you are you planning that far ahead yet or are you just getting through this this bit and see what happens um i'm more like I'm always writing and I've got um, ideas and thoughts of a project at the moment that, um, but it's all really early and too early to even really say that this is going to be Watch this space. Yeah, this is a watch this space and see what happens for sure. Can you introduce your band, the people you've, you're taking with you? Because they're all fabulous musicians in their own right. Oh yeah, yes, 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 yes. Um, I'm always, I'm super careful about who I bring into the band, not because I'm picky, but I think there's a certain, because of the stories I'm telling, there's a certain delicacy that's involved and a certain like, 
um, attentiveness that is required. So all of these artists are insanely beautiful players and insanely generous players as well. Um, so we have Carmel Smickersgill who will be playing electric guitar. Um, she's a sort of a comp she's a composer. I don't know why I said sort of. She's very much a composer. <laughs> A very, very good one, um, as well as a producer and other things, and who makes incredible music. Um, and then I've got Tom Harris, who's a jazz pianist. On yes, we did keys. a podcast with him. Um, yeah, one of these, actually. Oh, amazing. Not, not so long ago, he came to Wakefield. Absolutely incredible human being. Um, and that just translates into the music he plays. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and then we have... Arwen Blanford on cello. Um, she performs in an indie band called Bethlehem Casuals, who if you've never seen before or heard of before, definitely check them out. Very energetic, very fun, very silly. Um, so I highly recommend that. Uh, then we have on drums, um, Miriam Willett, who's like a local Manchester drummer. Um, she plays in various different outfits as a session drummer and um, I think her, one of her, her most recent project um, that she's involved in is a band called The Trees Are Calling um, that features um, like a, a bunch of artists that I'm not super familiar with but um, also a saxophone, saxophonist called Helena Summerfield who um, has done work with Jazz North and other people uh, and then we have Andy Patterson on bass who plays in loads of different outfits um, but recently a jazz trio called Nonu Nonu with Tim Williams on guitar and Ruben Sheridan on drums uh, and I think I think that's everybody I think so yeah <laughs> yeah that's the that's the whole crew amazing it's going to be such a good yeah. tour um we're genuinely excited about um getting started on this um so you can catch marco wolf at uh high park book club on the 2nd yep. of uh, september and if you search for at northern connection tours uh northern sorry at northern connections tour it makes it sound like a travel company if you say it the other way around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At Northern Connections Tour on uh, Facebook and Instagram and uh, Twitter, and you will find us there. Um, please feel free to ask any questions you've got, um, and we hope you can all come down to, to at least one of the dates. It will be amazing. Um, to finish today, you've chosen one of your own tracks, uh, which is from your EP, and it's called Let's Build This House. Why did you go with that one, Marco? Because... Um... It's a song that is like ex extremely personal and it almost didn't make it onto the EP because of how personal it was, but it it kind of fought its way onto the EP because I felt like it was the perfect, um, sort of the perfect embodiment of some the tension and the, what I kind of wanted to say with Francine as a character. Um, so yeah, the stories, the, narrative around based that inspire the lyrics are looking at how sometimes the fact that Francine as a mother has moved to a different country her children has a, a different cultural compass to her and there's a lot of tension and relationships can is kind of 
become quite difficult or become quite hard, you know, hard work. Uh, and I thought that was a, yeah. So it had to go in the EP and I felt like it was a good reflection of what I'm trying to say with the EP. Great. Thank you so much for taking your time uh, to chat with me today, Marco. It's been really lovely to meet you. Uh, looking forward to chatting more when I get to meet you properly in person yes. um, in Leeds in a couple of weeks' time. So, yeah, uh, at Northern Connections Tour, um, at Marco Wolf, am I right? Uh, yep. For Facebook and everything as well. You can find all the information out there. Um, thank you again to Marco, and we'll see you very soon. Thank you very much for having me.